Vibrations. What is going on? Mr. Vibes here, along with his partner in crime, Mr. Trance. What is going on, everyone? And this is Vibrations, and yes, we are here live, not only on the YouTube, but we are also back on Instagram, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> At least streaming for this time only. But as always, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Blue Groove Studio out in Hayward, California. Check them out. Awesome media content. Anything you guys need, go check them out. Yeah, that's right. And... We have a lovely, lovely special guest here today, and Damien, this is all you're doing, and this is how you made it, so please, will you introduce our lovely guest today? Absolutely. So everybody, this is Michelle, now how do you say your last name? Nanel. Nanel. Michelle Nanel. Wow, that almost has a rise of rise to It's actually my middle name. Oh, wow. Oh, okay, okay. Rock on. prefer but, to be called that. Yes, I yeah, do. No worries. Totally an honor. Because rhyme to it. <laughs> that is awesome. So, basically, guys, what we're going to be talking about is Reiki healing and quantum touch. We're also going to be uh, touching some light subjects on the crystals and also the book, The Secret. Would you mind showing the viewers, my man? There we go, ladies and gentlemen. The Secret. You may have heard about the book and the movie. Uh, I also believe that there's a couple other variations of this, but we will be touching on this topic and more subjects related to this. Awesome. Um... So, Michelle, how's your week been? Um, it was really good. I did come down with a little cold on Thursday, mm. but other than that, enjoying the sunshine, I went to the Warriors Parade. Nice. So now, now nice. I heard there was about a million people expected. Was that about yes. what you saw? It was about a million people there. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's a but lot I went nice. last year when there was two million people, and so this was a lot better experience. Okay, because it was a lot. <laughs> there was less this year than there was last year? Yes. Hmm. Oh, I'm a little surprised with that. Okay. Mm -hmm. There was two million last year. Wow. Okay. Maybe it's because it's, uh, it was such a, obviously I'm not necessarily big into sports folks, <laughs> but what I would probably think though is that if you're a back-to-back -back champion, you know, people are like, okay, well, I was going to assume this. And also mm -hmm. probably people have more, people have work. A lot of things have changed within a year. So I can understand why it would potentially be less this year. And then the previous year to that, so three years ago, we lost. Right. So then when we won again, it was I like, think okay, we back. have to go. Yeah. Oh, I see. Because there was that loss in between those. Yeah. I see. Okay. That, that, that hell makes sense. Yeah. Um, my week was just casual, normal, everyday slave life, working <laughs> and trying to, you know, work out after that. That's really it. Just the same old grind and stuff that I'm doing. What about you, brother? Uh, my week's been pretty interesting, not going to lie. Um, was able to pass my tests for my new job. So after three tries, so I was really happy about that. Um, I started having this pain in like my left eye, so I gotta get a look at that, see what's going on. So, hoping that's gonna be a lot more positive than what uh, it could be, but we'll see how that goes. And then uh, from there, um, just been working with different energies, meeting some new people, getting the podcast ready with uh, with Juan Damien and Trance, and everything's going well. Also, we're just getting some new things in order, so I'm just really happy about that. That's all pretty much we can I can talk about right now. <laughs> All good, brother. Um, so I kind of want to give a little background uh, with Michelle and how I met her. So Michelle, I found on Instagram, I was going through the Explore, as we all do when we're bored sometimes. We're like, all right, let's go see what else is around here. <laughs> yeah, you know, of course. What's, what's, you know, what's cooking. And I happened to come across her profile. And it, I was or maybe it was across the hashtag. I'm not sure what I searched. But I found her profile, and it said Reiki Healer. 
I didn't know what that was or quantum touch. I asked him if he had any knowledge of the two. Yeah. And uh, he, uh, uh, Mr. Vibes over here, lightly touched up on it and saying it has to do with something with healing the chakras, but that's really all I know about it. And I was like, okay. So I messaged her. We met up uh, for lunch at Veggie Lee's and Hayward. Go check them out. Vegan oh place. God, awesome. Um, and then I found out she's an awesome person. I found out a little bit more what Reiki healing really is. But now since you're here, I wanted to... I want to use this time to for you to share your message to your viewers and the vibrations viewers to get okay. what to understand what Reiki healing really is and quantum touch among with the other things. But okay. let's go right into it. I mean, what is Reiki healing? Please. Okay, I first just want to touch on that you found me because you were in alignment. Okay, let's do that. Let's do that. <laughs> so what you're putting out there is what you attracted back. So yes, you were searching for a particular hashtag, but you were also searching for energy healing within you and um, also a, like a local kind of Bay Area person on the spiritual journey so you were putting that wavelength out there and so the universe conspired to make that happen so you didn't just it's not just a fluke that you found me with that hashtag because you know you didn't have to click or be inspired or anything like that either so with Reiki healing it's about getting your energy open and flowing so that you are receptive to being in alignment and receiving things that you're emitting and so reiki healing we um so reiki is japanese um rei means universal and ki is life force so it means universal life force you might have heard it as chi mm -hmm. the chinese mm -hmm. call it chi yeah. and that's the life force so it's universal life force um and it's energy centers we have energy centers in our our body they're all in alignment and sometimes they'll get clogged and blocked now those what, are the chakras right yes, yes. so okay. there's seven of them when that happens it's kind of a domino effect because it can lead up yeah because when one's blocked all of them get blocked because right. it's almost like a, um, a pipe if one exactly. part of the pipe gets clogged up it doesn't run the same way exactly oh, interesting so um the other thing about Reiki healing is our body can self-heal. It does have that power. Yes, um, we've just been taught along the way to ignore that that instinct within us. And um, so it gets you in touch with just balancing your your body. Your body wants to be balanced. Your mind, your body, and your soul. That's a Those are big keywords right now, right? Mm -hmm. Mind, body, soul. But what it really means is having everything be in alignment balanced so that you can be joy and admit love and a lot about what spirituality is is being love and receiving love mm. um a lot of people think spirituality is all these things like living like a monk and you know <laughs> being like dalai lama 24 7 and that's fine but that's what you are when you're going to be a monk right, right. so we're normal people living in the bay area right uh, we're not living that lifestyle but spirituality is really just about being love right. and so when we're in alignment it's easier for us to receive that and to acknowledge it and then put it back out there and admit so um our seven energy centers are our root chakra mm -hmm. and then our uh, plexus and this is going from the bottom up guys yes. yeah so it's first bottom seventh very top. yeah so sorry it's our root chakra then our sacral Mm -hmm. Then our solar plexus. Then we go down to um, our heart, our throat, our third eye, and our crown. Mm -hmm. So you may want to look into your third eye because right. you start getting eye problems. Yeah, exactly. And so <laughs> that may just be a little bit of a war right now between your ego and your soul. 
I like her picture. Whoa. <laughs> Psyched out yet? <laughs> I like this. So Hello. there may be, um, those two voices are maybe sparring a little within you. Yeah, um, so with the ego, you hear that voice inside you. If I were to ask you to say your name, but don't say it out loud and just say it in your head. You hear that voice, right? So what is that voice? Well, there's obviously yeah. there's two distinct voices, right? Yeah. We've, and we've mentioned this on the podcast plenty yeah. of times. You have your soul side, where yeah. you, you it's more of a whisper, yes. right? Where there's your ego wants to be the loudest person in the yes. world. Right. <laughs> so um, I like to give that exercise just for people who are new to spirituality to understand that concept. Yeah. Um, it, it, that's exactly what it is and sometimes when people are just um, delving into it it's um, hard for them to understand that <laughs> oh I see so you like to to start them off into a spirituality journey based on that question for them to understand what Reiki healing is because this isn't something you can just out of the blue I'm gonna go do this without yes. an understanding of going into what they're so when I see people come in out of the blue just want to do it they don't they're not believers so everything is a belief in our universe our universe is abundant mm -hmm. and it's it has our back it wants the best for us it wants what we want but it also takes faith and a belief in the universe that things will happen when they're meant to happen and that they will tr transpire um, and so usually like I am when we went to lunch I I touched base on how my clients who are who do come to me actually a lot of them are I'm the last resort mm -hmm. they've tried traditional psychological um, help like with therapy um, and they've also tried traditional methods with their own doctor yeah. what I see a lot is weight loss issues um, that come to me and they've kind of gone through everything they could have gone through and so I'm just a last resort um, or people are firm believers in Reiki healing so I don't usually get um, naysayers I would say or in between it's either I have the believers or people who are basically desperate to believe because they've tried every single thing yeah. and they want to try this as their last attempt at healing. Yeah. It's almost like um, the, the house of cards has fallen all the way down. Yes. And when it falls all the way down, you're kind of left with nothing. So yes. you have to kind of go to your knees to kind of go, okay, well, what else is there? Yes. Right. That's where mm -hmm. usually people find themselves when it comes to spiritual. Yeah. Life. That is true. Um, a lot of times you do need to have that breakdown to have that breakthrough. And so it's not uncommon. Um, I'm one of those people. I, I had a break I wouldn't say a breakdown like a mental breakdown but I was at the lowest point I've ever been in my life and it's I realized I had a choice I actually went into a meditation I didn't realize I was meditating and that's another thing that's um spirituality gets sometimes a bad rep with meditation a lot of people think they can't meditate because they think it means you just literally sit here and hum <laughs> your legs crossed <laughs> for like an hour right and exactly. that's not meditation meditation is quieting your mind you can literally go for a run if that's what's best for you and meditate yeah, um, meditating is just quieting your mind so you can listen to your soul and you don't have to sit still to do that uh, a lot of people like to run so I was in that situation I was just going out for a walk because walking is one of the things I actually prescribe is getting outdoors and walking. It's like the best thing you can do whenever you're feeling low to raise your frequency quickly. Um, so I, I just was out for a walk and I just started hearing things and realizing things and someone was talking to me. So I was finally at a place where I was letting my soul talk over my ego. And so 
I had a conversation, things came out, and then I realized, okay, I have a choice and I'm going to choose to heal. And I'm also going to choose to turn my pain into power. And I'm going to be a voice for others who are in the situation I've been in so they can see, hey, you can survive this. If I can survive it, someone they know and see, I'm not some celebrity. When it's a celebrity, it's really harder to resonate and grasp. Oh, they overcame this. We tend to think, oh, well, they have lots of money. They can hire like the best experts and they can hire a chef and they can hire this, this, and this. So of course they overcame. Um, But when I knew when people would see someone like me, someone they grew up with or went to work with at some point. Or even a peer. Yeah. Someone who's just on their general. Exactly. Then maybe I would hope that if I can just inspire one person to rise up from a a soul trauma, then that's what I was going to do. So that's where it came from. Yes, I'm so sorry to cut you off the last part. Soul trauma, uh, we have discussed it here on Vibrations before because I want to make sure that we do touch on that just a little bit. Yeah. Soul trauma is anything that the soul has gone through either in this life or many other lives that have been passed down ancestral. Um, That's why if you look at why you're afraid of certain things, why you have an agitation towards things, all these little basic quirks that you have have been passed down from a generation to generation thing that has now been implemented into your DNA. So why do you hate flies? I don't know. I hate things that fly around me that buzz, right? That's me. I actually (laughs) really despise like the loud buzzing. But I also know that that was probably a keen sign from part of my generational backline that was probably like, okay, things flying that buzz near my ear means death. Duck. So that's probably something genetically from soul trauma that would be, you would find. And we can re, um, we can change our DNA. We can recode that. It's a recoding, right? Kind of like we were talking about the other day, Trance and I, um, breaking a cycle. You, at where you're at, you have every opportunity to break a cycle that has been implemented from generation Mm -hmm. to generation. And soul trauma is serious business. And um, a lot of people, I think, are too hard on themselves and think, oh, I'm weak or um, I'm just not good enough or I'm not worthy. And it's just, it's not even true. And I've seen so many different types of soul trauma and none is more like bad than the other. Mm. A lot of people are hard on themselves because they'll think, well, I didn't go through this. My friend went through this. That's worse. And so the worst thing you can do is kind of deny your experience and your feelings because you can't heal from that. You're burying emotions that are alive and then we expect them to die, but you're just buried them alive. And so you really need to address how you feel uh, because if you don't, if you're not authentic, then you can't go about and be love, receive love, emit love. So, so, yeah. So, um, now where does Reiki healing come into play when you're dealing with some sort of a trauma for that soul? Okay. So, um, in a session, in a Reiki healing session, it's almost like you're going to a masseuse. You will lay down on a table. There's aromatherapy. On your front or on your back? Um, I lay them on their back. Okay. Um, uh, dim the lights, aromatherapy, and I... As a Reiki healer, I am, it's not my energy being used. I'm using energy from our universe and I'm just transmitting it. So you're a conduit, yes. like, a trans, yes. like a transmission for uh, power from the engine to the wheels. Mm-hmm. Correct, which is different than quantum touch. In quantum touch, I raise my frequency and vibration and admit. Well, that's why we're here. Let's talk about these. Let's go. <laughs> so that's quantum touch. Yeah. It's different. So with Reiki healing, I am the conduit. So I am, I, before we start the session, I say a prayer, I call my angels and the Reiki masters before me, and I get into that 
zone, clear my energy and the energy before in the room. And I place my hands on the chakras and I'm able for me so every Reiki healer is different just like we have five senses every Reiki healer responds more with a certain sense so for me it's touch mm -hmm. but I'm not touching but um, um, my my hands will get hot warm mm -hmm. um, some people their hands will get cold um, other people will see colors so it just mm -hmm. depends on the Reiki healer and how uh, they interpret their gift. So for me, it's more um, my hands will get warm or hot, and that's how I know this certain area is blocked. And so what would be so? But sorry to cut oh, you no, off. No, no. Uh, when you were saying that it depends yeah. if it's blocked or not. Yeah. Does it dif does it make your hand become hot or cold depending on that blockage? No, my hands will stay normal if it's not blocked. Normal if it's not blocked, okay. Mm -hmm. It'll only turn warm. I've only had it turn hot once, and it was recent. That's why I'm saying the word <laughs> hot. It's usually just warm. Um, and so I am called to ask certain questions to the person. Like, um, I'm sensing this is blocked because... And then I let them talk. So it's almost, for someone who's not familiar with it, it's almost like a massage, and I'm not touching you, but just like the the scene mm -hmm. but then i'm also asking you questions and you're responding so almost like a therapy session of sorts too i see um after we do the session um usually i, I offer 45 minute or 60 minute sessions um after our session is over um at the end i i unblock the blockages for those certain areas um now how is it you do that specifically so it's certain signs through Reiki that um, we have certain power signs and so I use those power signs and it's the same thing as saying a prayer um, calling on all of everyone I think certain I think Reiki healing you can unblock it certain ways but then you can also prescribe them you burn this essential oil um, get outside be creative there are certain things for certain chakras that you would want to do at home to keep it clear listen to music get moving um be, use your voice even right because so, uh, for each chakra point there's different actions and requirements for them to be flowing yes, fluidly, right correct. i was just recently talking to somebody who was having problems with their throat chakra mm -hmm. and they were obviously getting uh, either a sore throat or getting some type of something that was blocking their ability to fully speak what it is that they wanted to say mm -hmm. so if you need to practice your voice you know you would start talking whether it's um audio recordings or something that would get yep. your voice out there more third eye you know more meditation something a little bit deeper and each with every chakra uh, please correct me if I'm wrong this is just my understandings of it so far that as you with your ability as a specific you know healer of the practice mm -hmm. um, you have your power signs that allow you to do yes. the unlocking from that point this is just again my clarity that person then has to go out and do what is necessary for that individual within that spectrum for each of the chakras to keep them flowing and open yes Okay, cool. And so for our power signs, it's different. There's lineages with Reiki healing. Of my lineage, you're not supposed to show your power signs mm, <laughs> in, until, unless you're training to be a Reiki healer. Ah. So they're they're confidential. Nice. So that's why I can't like show them or kind of being slightly like elusive no, no, about the power signs. Totally okay. But that's what my Reiki master told me was, um, you know, they're they're for us. Yeah. So yeah. everyone has their. Uh, they're different that make them unique. And that's why with Reiki healing, 
I'm such a proponent if you want to be a Reiki healer to go for it, but to please find a master who lives near you that's local to you and that you go in person for the classes. There's a lot of online classes right now for Reiki healing and they seem really easy because you do it at your own pace right and they're less expensive but mm-hmm. that's not it's it's not the same thing at well, all and i understand just from my point of view you know i have a martial arts background right mm-hmm. and i have done uh deep practice in psychology and understanding about the shadow self yeah you can't do that online there yeah. has to be just like it's almost like listening to a cd and then going to a concert live yeah you can't get the same experience from being in person versus just hearing an audio tape of it. Correct. You have to be willing to receive the actual energy being emitted mm-hmm. and then willing to change in that direct manner with whatever is going on. And so it's really important you do it in person because A, you practice on your fellow students. Mm-hmm. So I'll practice on you, you practice on me. And then the whole premise of Reiki healing also is you have to be attuned. Mm-hmm. So the master is the one who has to attune you to our universal energy force. Right. It's almost and like a stamp. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, you do get a stamp. I, they do oh, stamp us. Oh, dang. Okay. So, um... Ooh, yes, we're seeing so stamps. So, I get a stamp. Um, I'm not sure if you guys could see that here on yeah. Instagram. And the, but you the do get a stamp there. from your lineage. Nice. Okay. Yeah, so they do give you a stamp. Oh, nice. That's actually really cool. <laughs> yeah. So, the stamp is unique from your lineage. And is this the Japanese symbol for Reiki? Um, actually... Is this all the meaning? I'm here? not sure if it's... That's our lineage. I don't. So, I'm not sure if that's Reiki or... Our lineage. lineage. Oh, okay. Yeah, to be honest with you. Oh, wow. Very nice. Yeah. But um, the other thing about Reiki is it's really about being in the moment. So there's five principles they really um, have you hold on to. And when you are a Reiki healer, you actually practice on yourself every day first. Because with Reiki healing, it's something that if you don't do every day, you lose the momentum for it. Right. And so you are supposed to, you know... Reiki heal yourself every morning. So, uh, but the f- five principles they do is um, just for today. Mm-hmm. So it's really about being present and in the moment. So, just for today, I will not be angry. Just for today, I will not worry. Just for today, I will be grateful. Just for today, I will use my gifts for honesty and good. And just for today, I respect all living creatures. Mm-hmm. So, those are like the four. Uh, the five core principles of what Reiki healers stand for. So, um, if you if you live in anger, you know that's like the lowest vibration we can go to, right? Uh, <laughs> like this is the vibrations oh, podcast. Yeah. Oh yeah. So we know <laughs> how horrible anger is, right. and so um, and also with worry, because yeah. with worry, um, you're doubting everything, and mostly besides doubting yourself, you're doubting the universe. Right. It's mm. never a good vibration to be at. No. And then gratitude can change your life. Uh, true gratitude. A lot of people mistake gratitude for politeness. Yeah, that's not necessarily. Yeah, that's so true that's, gratitude. That's, that's key. What yeah. would you say is the difference between politeness and gratitude? Uh, so you hold that door open for me. I'm going to say thank you. But is that me really being grateful for that moment that, you know, you helped me out? Mm-hmm. Or if you give me a gift, I say thank you for the gift. How much am I really... I, putting it into me i'm so grateful he thought of me and purchased this gift that was perfect for me and so being grateful is really taking time of your day daily to think of five to ten things that happened today that you're very grateful for and focusing on 
those things and not what you're lacking. Mm-hmm. Not If you focus on what you don't have versus what you do, that's not grateful. Because you're coming from a place of lack, yes. which will therefore create and the... want. And yeah. the want, so that yeah. way you'll be able to create the life you're probably not wishing you were at oh, right yeah. now. No, because you're just bringing more of the things you don't have to your life. And the things that you do have, you're going to start losing. So, like, I'm broke. I don't have any money. Mm-hmm. And you keep repeating that cycle. So you're going to get more bills. You're going to have more problems. Or you're going to have, like, a car problem, a medical problem, things that take more money. So you need to say, I'm so thankful for this money that allowed me to put gas in my car. Mm-hmm. I'm so thankful for this money that put a roof over my head. So you may not have the money you want to have right now. But you always add yet to anything, by the way. I don't have that money yet. Yeah. The power of yet, everyone. It's power of yet. Just add it to every sentence. It's like with my children, they'll tell me I can't tie my shoe yet. Like, oh my gosh, I can't tie my shoe. And um, well, they'll, they'll say they can't tie it. And I say, yet, you can't tie it yet. But that's going to come to you if they can't run as fast as their peers. Well, you just can't run that fast yet. But you, you keep at it. You keep working. And it's going to come. It's the same thing. You may want a specific house with specific bells and whistles. Mm-hmm. Um, but and you don't have it yet. You have to add that to it because you have to have faith that's coming to you at some point. I don't have a million dollars yet. <laughs> exactly. No, but you bring up a good point. Um, during my uh, days back in high school, we had this amazing teacher named Miss Anderson. She mm-hmm. would always make sure that if we say we don't know, you had to say the word yet. Or she yeah. a health teacher. Yeah, health teacher. Yeah. yeah. She would always just be like, you don't know yet, right? And then like, especially if you've been in her class before, she would get on you a little bit more uh-huh. because you're like, I don't know. Yet, yet, right? I don't That's know. That's so it yet. true. Yeah, it's because you don't know it yet. It is going to be something that you what figure are you out. telling yourself that you're like closing off to learning more and growing more? So she totally understood. Right. And so <laughs> let me ask you another question because I, I like the fact that, first of all, thank you for being not only a guest on our show, but being one of the first female guests to actually appear onto the Vibrations well, podcast. Thank you. Very, for very, thank me. you. Um, to, if you were talking to ladies mm-hmm. right now currently right now um for all the ladies who are listening you know this is i'm very thankful to have you on here if you were help trying to tell more women how to heal their pain that mm-hmm. they were probably feeling that they don't feel as powerful or they don't know how to use their voice or they don't know how to be more than what uh, circumstances in their lives have currently made them feel smaller than how would you especially as a healer in those areas try to explain what steps they should take on next okay well i can completely relate to that first um i my practice my spiritual practice was founded on soul trauma and so for me a lot of my clients are victims of sexual assault and childhood abuse um that was something that i experienced and i had tried all traditional therapies as well Um, I felt I was just talking, talking, talking and not getting any tools or resources to go home and do. Mm -hmm. So I'd come talk and it felt good to get all out. But as soon as you step out that room, there's nothing. What what can you do? I want to build it. I want to build this house. (laughs) Oh, okay. And it's like, you're going to leave me some tools to help me get started. (laughs) Exactly. I was like, okay, now all the feelings are coming back. Mm -hmm. Um, and so really at that point, I just felt I, maybe for what I needed, I didn't need that type of help. Everyone's obviously very different. And some people definitely need to go to a medical, uh, therapist. But for me, I, my friend referred me to a Reiki healer out in Campbell, which is, I'm in the South Bay. Okay. And I went there and he said my throat chakra was blocked. And he says, you're not used to using your voice, are you? And I thought about it and I've never used my voice because a lot of what goes into 
of being abused as a child, like childhood abuse, is that you don't feel worthy and you don't feel like you can say anything mm-hmm. because you're rocking the boat yeah. or no one's going to believe you. Or for me, it was there's also embarrassment and shame and guilt that comes to it. Um, also, it's who's going to hear me. And more importantly, it was I, this part of my story I don't like, so I don't want to talk about it. Right. Um, that, that's huge because a lot yeah. of people, when they suffer from, especially from an age that young or mm-hmm. how, doesn't even, actually, I take that back from any age, really. Right. It's very hard to talk about. Yeah. So I was four, and I think the Reiki healer really helped me open it up more so. So he opened that up, and then he gave me tools on how to keep my voice chakra open, uh, my throat chakra. What I did, it took me three days. Um, It happened to be Sexual Assault Awareness Month. Mm -hmm. It was last April. And my daughter... um, This past April? Last April. So it's been like a little bit over a year. My daughter um, in high school was wearing denim. She goes to a school where you're in school uniform. So I said, why are you wearing jeans? It's a free dress day. And she said, today's denim day. And I said, what's denim day? And she said, it's this movement... um, against sexual assault because in France a 14 year old girl took an Uber home and he raped her oh and the Uber driver the Uber driver raped the girl and the first court found him guilty he appealed and the second judge the final um court that they went to uh reversed the decision and said her jeans were so tight that there's no way she he could get them off without her help so therefore it was consensual and so wow. there's this movement okay. now called Denim Day. So inspired by that story and just what I was going through with my Reiki healer, I said, okay, well, I'm going to go public. So I went on Facebook and I, I wrote a letter to my abuser and I posted on Facebook. And that was just like, I'm using my voice and I'm reclaiming this part of me. And for me, that's what I needed to start the process of healing was wow. it was really important for me to use my voice. No, that's that definitely deserves some stuff. And then <laughs> congratulations. Fourteen women PM me privately and said they all suffered abuse as a child. All fourteen of them have never told anyone so far. So when I got fourteen messages, fourteen out of fourteen and none of them had spoken yet, that's when I really started um, my mission to help people from soul trauma and Specifically, sexual and childhood abuse, um, sexual assault and childhood abuse. I was actually also physically abused as a child. I actually almost just named the person on accident. <laughs> <laughs> I always make it a point not to, um, but by the same person. Um, so, but I also deal with women who are going through other um, traumas. Right. And so what I would say is the first thing is to just accept it. Just accept that this happened to you and it's one part of your story. And this is one chapter that you can close and now we can write more chapters and you are the creator of the next chapters. Mm -hmm. So you have the power and it's really important to turn that pain into power. It's a really long process. You really do need a support system around you. But the first thing you can do is write a letter. I always say write a letter to the person who inflicted the soul trauma on you. Write them a letter. Now, what would that specifically do for you? So it releases all those things you've never been able to say. All your feelings will go into that, how it made you feel. So then it's going to spark, oh, that makes sense. So for me, when you're writing a letter, it's like, you made me feel unworthy. 
Like you took away my worth. And then it leads to, oh, this is probably why with every relationship that precedes that, I never showed my worth and so I wasn't treated worthy. So when you start writing that letter to the person who inflicted your soul trauma on you, you'll start seeing points and you'll start seeing how they um, come into your life currently. And what's, what's going on currently that we want to fix? Because you can't move forward if you're still holding on to these past triggers. Basically, they're triggers. Mm-hmm. That's, that's basically what we sort of touched on back in the uh, Law of uh, Correspondence mm-hmm. uh, episode we did about the seven laws. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything on the outside is projection from inward. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And so every time someone's triggered they'll come to me and they'll be like oh my gosh I was triggered like it's a bad thing I'm like nope that is a message from your soul that you still need to work this out and we're gonna work it out and it's fine like you need to be triggered so we know what's going on so I always um, do recommend writing freely just whatever's coming to you just brain dump it all out all those emotions all those feelings to the person who inflicted the soul trauma on you the second thing to do is write a letter to yourself at the time of your soul trauma what would you tell yourself in that situation so for me i was a child so i said all the things that i wasn't able to receive because i never told anyone i was actually threatened that if i said something they were going to hurt my baby brother Hmm. i saw the pain he caused on me so i believed he would very capable of causing that pain to my little brother so when i wrote the letter to myself of the time of my soul trauma it was you know uh, you don't deserve this you're worthy uh you're gonna make it through this you're gonna impact other people i love you um things of that nature you will be safe you will you are safe you deserve to be safe and protected and just lots of things like that came out and so then I'm a big believer in burning the letters in a safe manner. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Up in flames, you go! Well, well, I'm guessing what you're meaning is also in a way where you are actually making an, an actual intent connection to release whatever yep. has been said out into the world, not just burning it and be like, okay, yeah, this nope. will never go anywhere. Yeah. It's like, I'm burning this because as I burn release this, it. I release what this... And you even say that. Yeah. I am releasing this soul trauma from me. And I am a new person, yeah. and I'm going to create something good. I'm going to turn this into something big and better. Um, it's really hard to tell people in these moments that this is part of your destiny for a reason. Yeah. Because you have that emotional capability, that empathy and compassion that someone else may not have. And so it's like you have to kind of go through it to help others. Yeah. It also depends on what you've asked for, right? Yeah. Some people have very big... They have the ability to heal a lot of people. Mm-hmm. The ones who have the ability to heal a lot of people go through a very great deal of pain first. Because mm-hmm. no matter how, this is a rule of martial arts, when you learn how to hurt people in many different ways, you really want to restrain yourself from hurting others regardless of whether they become angry at you or not. Right. That's as simple as that. You can't... I want to make this abundantly clear. When you are causing pain... You are just inflicting more pain onto the self as you are trying to inflict it onto another because the illusion is I'm going to transfer my pain to you so that I can destroy a version of myself that is in pain. Right. Whereas you aren't doing that. You, the more you try to recycle that and try to disperse it other places, you're just dispersing it at other forms of you. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, another thing I like to tell people who are trying to heal from a soul trauma is 
to just try meditation and again meditation doesn't have to be just sitting down just sit in a quiet space um and listen to what's going through your head mm. just for 10 minutes like what's going on through my head or go for a run and just try to be more conscious of what's going on in your head also there's a great app called insight timer it's a free app and they have guided meditation and i think it's a great place for people to start who are overwhelmed by the thought of meditation because you can click um the subject you want so if you're feeling anxious you can click that if you're feeling sad you can click that um if you're just feeling even tired you can click that and so put uh, meditations for that and then you can time it if you only have five minutes put five minutes if you have uh 30 minutes put 30 minutes so it's a great place to start for someone who doesn't know how do i how do i start with meditation a lot of people really do get overwhelmed by the thought of meditating <laughs> um no, and I, I could agree. I, I used to be overwhelmed with the thought of meditation yeah. a long time ago. And I did think, okay, I have to quiet my mind. I have to, you know, get really zen. I have to be in a really quiet yeah. place. But once you've actually done it and then you yeah. kind of figure out how you are with yeah. the meditation, you can make anything a meditation. That's, you know, running like you've already said can be a meditation. Walking can be a meditation. <laughs> Listening to waterfall. That yep. is also a meditation. It can, as long as it puts you in a space where you can receive your thoughts not react to them right. and then let them process so you can get clear that is the best form of meditation you can yeah, find you for yourself. you just want a space for you. Mm. You just want to be able to um, eliminate all distractions. So you can still do that with a run or a walk or um, just sitting in a chair right here. So My experience when it came to meditation is I always thought I had to quiet the mind and, tr and every time I would sit there and close my eyes and be still, I would combat my own thoughts i'm just like okay like let's get rid of these but i realized later let them just let them run they'll run out eventually just let them run and they'll run its course and after that then you'll be able to flush it out mentally and then i can focus on multiple around me my energy and everything that i'm going through at that moment but it was a challenge for me at first to really combat the thoughts when later i realized you're supposed to let them just run free yeah when i say quiet the mind what i really mean is don't respond to the thoughts um, it's not actually I to like sit that. there with a still mind and nothing in the mind it's we tend to respond to what's going on or we start thinking of all the things you have to do so like your like laundry list stuff, comes yeah. out and then you start panicking and it's like no just let it come and just release it just release it does, uh, now does Reiki healing have any tie-ins with any crystals like do any specific crystals maybe heal uh, chakra point much more faster or more efficient than others yes they do so um, there are crystals that I recommend people carry when certain things are um, blocked and just in general for me I always carry tiger's eye because that's protection <coughs> and that's really important to me um, but I just wanted to touch base too before I forget on the helping people heal from soul trauma journaling is really key so anytime a thought comes to you just literally have a notebook and have it by your side when you're going through this journey and just anytime things come to you anytime something triggers you um i i think i was telling you this damien but after the royal wedding i had a lot of um uptake in my phone calls and oh, that really? triggered a lot of people oh, interesting um so when things of that, of that nature happen and you're triggered i just first try and go into your journal and start writing it out you really should i know some people might be like even daunted by that but it really gets things out of you and onto paper and so it's a really healing process to be able to just write it out what's going on in your thoughts um mm -hmm. and i always say to get outdoors too uh, when you're going through that process and find the crystal that is right for you and um, 
surround yourself with positivity, um, really positive energy. People who no longer serve you, it's okay to let them go. And in that process, you do need to do that. Spirituality sometimes feels lonely because you do start losing a lot of friends who are negative Nellies. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I like your wordplay with that negative Nellies. <laughs> and that's okay. Um, and the last thing is podcasts like this just always keep you um, really get into the habit. Start listening to podcasts versus music on the radio. Um, like if you're going for a long drive, like switch it up at least. If you're a big music mm-hmm. person, I want to take it from you. But just switch it up every so often. Put on a good Audible um, or a good podcast that's just spiritual, uplifting, and is adding value to your life. Um, so those are be the basic things to get their first steps into wanting to heal and get into spirituality no well thank you for a lot of your insight and thank you for willing to go deep we really appreciate yeah. it oh, see i feel like i'm scratching the surface <laughs> no, I'm, I'm like mean, oh my gosh we'll be here all day we can, we'll, we'll definitely have you back on we'll <laughs> no we'll definitely be back on i mean right like i said and we've told the we've told our folks this many times this is layers of yes, a very large onion okay well yes it feels like we scratched the surface but you did touch on a lot of things that i think more people could see. be hearing Oh, yeah. I make sure I have my chakra bracelet. Mine broke. Yeah, two of mine broke. No, t- I didn't tell you. Two of mine broke. Oh, both of them? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, my, uh, my, um, my shungite one, the oh. black one I had, broke in pieces. And why? then the other one I was... D- why? Mysteriously? No, the band got loose over time, and then it undid itself. As for okay, the, the, the blue one I had, that one just bursted. I was, I was getting product out of the van when I was delivering in Fremont Costco. I slammed the door and I guess a little bit got caught between the uh, sliding door and the passenger door and it snapped and everything got everywhere. I was okay. like, damn it. That was my, one of my favorite ones. If it breaks randomly, you want to bury that because that was too much energy got sucked in there. Oh. All right. But if it was just a mistake like that, you're fine. Okay, sweet. But like if it just shatters... That just means like it's done all it's needed to do. It like absorbed all that energy for you. Like yeah, like bury res- it. like um. So I have Put two stones. I had an amethyst for a while, mm-hmm. and then um, I think more producers currently have it right now. But I have a. I just got gifted a smoky quartz crystal, right? So that oh. was like I was like, oh, awesome! This is gonna be really cool because I've heard about smoky quartz before. I thought about it for a while, and he was just like, you know, I'm feeling like I need to give this this, and I was like, all right, cool. Um, so I've lost the amethyst plenty of times over, oh. right? Is that is that one that's on your necklace? No, 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 no. Um, that's a different one. So he's talking. So I wear this one because I'm the Leo. So okay. I wear this as on the line, and then I wear this every single day because this um, goes back to. I that in my car. Yep, yeah, yeah, I gave him one too. I bought him one. Um, I got this yeah, from my girl. uncle before he passed away uh, several years ago. Okay. So I wear that every single day. It's also uh, Egyptian roots heritage oh. uh, from way back when. So I'm like, okay, let me connect myself. To We're like here. really similar because I have these two. I don't ever take off. They have special meaning, so it's like. That's where we all wear something. I don't ever take this off. It doesn't have any stone or anything. It's just a gold rope chain. But yeah. this is from this. This is from I think like, the we get attacked. 60s. Yeah, <laughs> or 70s. Yeah, exactly. Uh. But also the fun thing is those that, and I've talked about this with other people, is that these markers are going to fit, right? Mm-hmm. All the things that we wear and stuff right. like that. They're only representations of what actually goes within ourselves, right? right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, as above, so below. Yes, I'm wearing. We're wearing different jewelries or different colors and different things like that but you're expressing because these bodies again are they don't matter to a degree right they, they're temporary they're temporary they're vessels as we play this game called life on right. the physical plane um that you are expressing your energy frequency and your vibration mm-hmm. yes pun intended <laughs> <laughs> um how you're moving in your game right 
And I've told people, like, you know, everything's a mirror, right? So you say that you are a conduit, whereas, mm -hmm. you know, in quantum touch, you actually raise your own frequency and your vibration right. to do healing in different parts and in different areas. Yes. So everything is a give and take. Whatever it is that we're taking in, you are rejecting something else to take in more of either or. So, first of all, I give my hats off. If I was wearing a hat, I'd be giving my hat off to you for willing to go into these practices that do take a lot of self-care to mm -hmm. be able to perform at a very consistent basis, right? And especially also raising children and trying to navigate your own stuff in life. Because, again, we can go to the spiritual planes, but a lot more work has to be done here in the physical right. than out there. So it can get a little hectic at times. <laughs> One yeah. of the things I wanted to ask you was, um, so a person who is an entry level or beginning into crystals to heal themselves, what good crystals do you recommend for each chakra they should start off, or if you have any beginning tips? Okay, um, let me just tell you. Oh, See, fantastic. Got, yes. written down. She's got everything. Crystals is actually not my specialty, so I have a handy guide here. Oh, okay. This is even um, some basic, I think, would even Someone help. wanted crystal information. I always refer them over to my soul sister, I call her, Celia Cavalli. Okay. And her spiritual practice is called So Spiritual. So oh. you can look for So Spiritual anyway, and she's the crystal guru. Oh. Um, so I'm more energy healing. So um, sometimes people get really into crystals and... I'm, it's just not my specialty. So I have it here though. So for your root chakra, the crystals I would recommend would be garnet or smoky quartz or ruby. Oh, interesting. <laughs> oh, I like ruby. It's and really so, red. Again, the root chakra is just our, our grounding um, and feeling secure. So then we move up to our sacral. And then also there's essential oils that go to everyone too. So you can recommend an essential oil or a crystal um, for at-home care. And again, with essential oils, that's not my forte. So it's just... So can you have both? Like, would one negate the other or they will work both? No, they like... both are help. Okay, sweet. Okay. Both, they don't negate each other at all. Um, so for the sacral chakra, you'd want citrine or amber or topaz. I love citrine. It's yellow. It's my favorite color. It's very happy. <laughs> oh, topaz is my birthstone for November. Oh, cool. So that would be uh, your sacral. A chakra is really good for expressing your expressing movement and sensuality. Very nice. So. There you go. Then our solar plexus, a good um, citrine again. So a good crystal would be citrine, kunzite, rose quartz. And our solar plexus is where we express our creativity. And then we're going to move up to our heart chakra. And... I need a lot of that. <laughs> that's the big green one right that's here. That's where our, our compassion is. And a good crystal for that would be emerald, green calcite, and amber. Our throat chakra. Uh, so that's how we communicate with others and accept other people's viewpoints. Mm. And a good crystal there would be lapis and aquamarine. Oh, I did have lapis on the bracelet that broke. Oh, okay. It was blue lapis mixed with um, uh, onyx. Okay. And then there's crown chakra. No, I'm sorry, a third eye chakra. That's going to be amethyst mm -hmm. <laughs> and azurite and calcite, even pearl. Beautiful. And so pearl. third eye mm -hmm, third eye is our, just our inner wisdom and intuition. Crown chakra. That's our Sorry. highest spiritual consciousness, and a good gemstone would be diamond, white tourmaline, and white jade. I have oh. black tourmaline, 
black tourmaline's good to uh, deflect negative energy. So I always carry black tourmaline with me. Oh, wow, that deflects while onyx absorbs. Yeah. It's amazing how like two different ones do this. They do, uh, they deal with negativity, but how they go about it, their methods are different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Wow, thank you for breaking that down for us, by the way. And then, um, again, just aromatherapy, essential oils, the crystals, music and dance, writing, um, surrounding yourself outdoors are all ways to stay in alignment and open up all your chakras. Yeah. And again, this is just a basic foundation and touch over the crystals. Yes. Um, for sure. Now, does the book mention anything about the crystals? No. I've actually so, never read this book before. The reason I actually brought this book was, and when we're just going to talk about spirituality, a lot of people think, I read The Secret, so I know about spirituality. <laughs> My problem with The Secret is it's a great stepping stone. It is a great entry point into just being aware how your thoughts can change your life. And it's a great stepping stone in just being able to realize, to be positive and to remain positive and to be thankful. But what I don't like about the book is that it doesn't indicate to you or give you any clue that it's just a stepping stone and it just scratches the surface of what law of attraction and manifesting is. And so the problem that can arise with this book is if you get the book, you read it, you're feeling great, and then a week later, things start collapsing, you start reverting back to normal, and you blame yourself. You think, oh, see, spirituality just isn't for me. I can't do this. I couldn't even read this, like, bestseller and make it work for me. So the problem's with me. And then you just give up and go back to your old ways. And so I just want to say, no, 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 this is like a reference book. Mm -hmm. Just And you need lots of reference books, and you need to keep going. You don't just stop with the first book on biology. You keep getting more. <laughs> so uh, the law of attraction, I firmly believe in the law of attraction. I utilize the law of attraction every day, but the secret is not going to get you to being a mastermind attractor. Right. After one read. After one read. <laughs> or even after multiple. It's a reference book it's an ongoing process with anything right yes. um everyone is on a different point of where they sit vibrationally within their own body so your level of being able to receive and then also to give back is also based on where you're at and what trials you've gone through and that you've accepted and have looked at the better side of it um as above so below as within so without we get different gifts, um, you know, being a Reiki healer, you are taught to be in the present moment. The reason there's a reason why it's called the present, because that is your opportunity to try to break open Pandora's box, if you will, and see a beautiful gift within maybe negative or unso wanted wrapping. Yes. That's a good, beautiful way to put And that. didn't you say, I loved your analogy before we started, about the cup. Oh, about the cup. So <laughs> the secret, I said this analogy beforehand um, about the book, is that the secret kind of does this thing where it's going to give you a, a decent cup into what spirituality can be, but it's taking a cup out of the ocean, meaning that it's very, very deep. It's very, very vast. There's many ways you can look at it and many ways you can fall in. But if you never actually take the time to actually go into the ocean, open your eyes and then kind of find what lurks within that depth, you're only going to go so far. And then it's going to be very easy to blame a shallow wave for knocking you over on your butt. You want to actually go in, feel the different ways. Because most people go, spirituality is just ascending to the world. Like, nothing matters. <laughs> it's like, no, no. There's a lot of tidal waves. There's a lot of hurricanes. There's a lot of different things that are going to come up for you as the individual. Everyone's movie experience is different. Be sure to honor yours and to honor everyone else's perspective journey. 
that's kind of a hard part, I think, when you get to a certain a degree of spirituality, mm-hmm. is you forget that people are not at your pace. So you have to slow down, or you have to acknowledge that you may just be in a non-egoic way, ahead of where they're at, because you you can recognize when someone has been where you've been, and you keep moving, because they may have to just go through that journey, and you may not be a part of that journey that they have to go through. Yep. You can even sit here and try to help somebody uh, navigate or negate um, some negativity, and sometimes they'll have to hit that. You can only you can show people the door, but you can't make them walk through it. Mm-hmm. Or better yet, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink it. No. I'm like, I can sit here and show you, like, I've, I've been here before, look, and this is the, I know what's beyond that door, and they're like, yeah, you know, they give you their reasons or whatnot, and it's like, okay, well, I told you, but you're just gonna have to learn yourself, unfortunately, but that's okay, that's your journey. You that definitely have to be open, and you have to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of, it's really hard for people to be vulnerable, especially because we have these past circumstances that we like to hang on and prove that I, it's okay for me to build up this wall because XYZ happened to me in the past. And so, therefore, so it doesn't happen again, I'm going to have these walls. But it's really important to start breaking them down through the process of learning and growing about yourself and becoming aware. And so being open, being vulnerable, and having faith, having faith in the universe. Um, with my clients, I say that universe can be interchanged with God. If you're more religious than spiritual, they, they're they the same thing. They mean the same thing. Exactly. And meditation and prayer can mean the same thing, too. So, um, But if you think about when this universe was created, whether you feel it was... Um, a big bang if you feel like it was God it was created with abundance it was created with so much energy whoever created us whether it be God or a cosmic reaction to something that was a lot of energy it's a lot of positive energy and that's flowing around us every single day and you can tap into it you have to be open you have to be ready you have to believe and you have to be vulnerable and you have to be able to um, give and receive yeah, good. So, uh, we're all transmitters, yeah. yes. right? We all transmit a different frequency. It's kind of, beep, beep, beep. and I always go like, "Hey, these are just characters, right? There are other people who, there are other entities playing a little game yep. from their point of view about these avatars that are currently having a sit down." Law of Attraction, we all got a chance to come here together to have this very nice conversation. And I know that we can get into this topic way more, but it is is time to wrap up the show. (laughs) And I look forward to having you on here again. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for having me. Seriously, it was a pleasure meeting you. Um, You know, I'm super thankful that you got to come Trance on here, man. And Trance, but it's just good to be doing this with you, man. I appreciate you. I don't appreciate it. Of course I do. Of course I do appreciate you, bro. And I just thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule and busy life to have, well, this awesome-ass conversation with people. Yes, we can let language fly. (laughs) No, I love what you're doing. I love, I think the East Bay needs these vibes right now. (laughs) And I think the world needs these vibes right now. So um, I love the work you're doing. And I think you're going to explode soon. Uh, Why, thank you. Really appreciate that. Um, Oh, quick thing before we wrap up. Where can people find you if they want to tap into their Reiki healing or maybe become become a Reiki healer? Because I know someone who's watching or listening right now who wants to become a Reiki healer and she wanted to tune in. Uh, So I'm at at Michelle Nanell. That's two L's. And Nanell has two N's in the middle on all social media platforms. And my business page on Facebook is Soul Esteem as well as my business page on Instagram. So either 
either of those places. I respond to messages and I check all platforms. Fantastic, Thank because you. I will also put a link in the description. So when you go on YouTube and uh, through all of our other media platforms, look on the description. I'll give, her, I'll get all of her links and I'll put it on there so you guys can click on it and go straight there if you want to contact her or whatnot. Um, <clears throat> but again, I think I think this was a fantastic podcast. I think this was dope. Oh man, well. <sighs> I appreciate it for I appreciate you for coming on, folks. We appreciate you for being here. Vibers live on Instagram. Thank you for tuning in for this special, yes, keyword special uh, time doing it live. Who knows? We might do this again soon. Maybe, maybe. maybe. Uh, check us out, guys. Vibrations podcast spelled with a Z. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, SoundCloud, and iTunes. The links will be on the description below. And so, don't forget www.vibrations with a Z. Net. Good save, because I've forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> Please go check us out there. If you guys have questions, if you guys would like us to talk about certain topics onto the show, and if you guys just even want to potentially come onto the show, please visit us at our website. We're always looking to have awesome conversations with new people, so please don't be strangers. Yes, and on that note, guys, uh, we'll be we'll we'll see what we come up with next week. Exactly, folks. It'll be fun. Spread the sugar, guys, from the emphatic one. And keep the vibes well. We'll see you all next week. Take care. Peace, brother. Going off live. Hey, on you levers. Now we know. Oh, 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 oh,